Hello and welcome to the Bag Clan Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, the best host in all of the land, Tyler. I'm joined by Rob. How's it going, Rob? I feel fine. There you go. <laughs> we uh we don't have Blake tonight because he's terrible. And well, and because he has, you know, technical difficulties. Yeah, but mainly because he doesn't love you, our listeners. That's true. We're That's, we're here. We're here. We get through it because we love our listeners. You're right. 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 I mean, it, it's as simple as that. When you have yeah. adversity, if you, if there's somebody you really love, you show up. And we're not going to talk about like the two podcasts that I missed in the last three weeks. No, because not going to talk past. about that. That's right. in the past. Right. right. That's in the past. We're That's the past right. of the past. We're talking about the future here. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, we will get into uh, injuries as we go through the matchups, because as with much else, nobody can replace how Blake does nothing and adds that to the podcast. So we'll just go through that as we as we hit them. Uh, as far as waivers go, uh, really uneventful waiver claim, which is surprising because I actually I was going to start the show by saying welcome to Bipocalypse, because that's what it is. Right. It is. It, this week is the Bipocalypse. I know you have Buffalo and Dallas on by as huge, well as uh, who else? Huge fantasy teams. Huge fantasy teams. Chargers are on by. Chargers are on by. Yeah. I don't know. There's like six of them, but there's a bunch of high profile fantasy teams. Like, you well, said. you take those three teams alone. That's right. huge. I mean, there's a lot of people that have players from those three teams. So, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah there, there wasn't a lot. Um, in fact, what happened was like really, eh. I guess the biggest was really the Ravens defense, which came to play last week and had two bids on it. That was the only thing that had more than one bid. Yep. And <laughs> Rob, Rob put a dollar on the Ravens defense and so did scary Terry. And wouldn't you know it? The only team worse than Rob is scary Terry. So scary Terry, <laughs> welcome to the yep. board. Yep. Congratulations. He gets the Ravens defense. God, Other than that, I, I don't think there's a ton to talk about here. Um, Tua was picked up by Testicle T. So was Teddy Bridgewater. I'm guessing he's just not happy with his quarterback room, kind of looking ahead there. I, mean, I, I guess so. Um, T.Y. Hilton but, picked up, which... But look who, okay, Rue. But look who T dropped. Right. T Taylor Heineke. No, no, I mean on the tight end side. Oh, Ricky Seals-Jones? Yeah, who is really been a godsend for the uh, football team. And I'm telling you right now, if I would have had a bye week different with TJ Hawkinson, different than with uh, Ricky, I would have picked him up, but they have the same bye, so it really doesn't matter. Um, but that's that's the biggest nugget that got dropped, I think. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Heineke's been good this year, but he hasn't been over the top. But I don't know that Bridgewater or Tua is an upgrade over Heineke. So... I don't yeah. know. Whatever. It's it's all zero dollar bids. And he picked up T.Y. Hilton coming off of the uh, Houston game. There's a reason why his nickname is T.Y. Houston. You don't want to play yeah. him against any other team. No. And he's hurt now. Right. Right. Again. Again. Imagine that. Do we need to talk about Mo Ali Cox or Ramondre Stevenson for a dollar? I, I don't think so. No. All right. Let's just jump into matchups. We're we're, we're going to be line through this one. All right, who we got first? We're going to start off with Kegerator versus Christian Sunday School. Ooh. Kegerator coming in at two and four. Uh, I believe a one-game winning streak. Good job, Kegerator. Maybe Could two. Hang on. No. Does he have a two-game winning streak? No. Are you sure? I thought uh, he. I thought you guys both started 0-4. I don't know. Hang on. Let me. Uh, I mean, I mean Kegerator. Me oh, week. no. One-game winning streak. Yeah, womp, yeah. womp, 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 uh, going up against Christian Sunday school, who is on a one game losing streak coming <laughs> in at three and three, right? He was three and two. So yeah. Yep. Uh, Kegerator put or throwing out there, Aaron Rodgers versus Washington against Derek Carr versus Philly. Ooh, I mean, wow. At the beginning, uh, beginning of the season, if you looked at this, this was easy. Uh, Derek Carr because Washington, was like a, this great defense? No, not any longer. This is Aaron Rodgers. Easy. Ooh, as my dogs, Rob. as my dogs, as my dogs bark upstairs. But not yeah. 
I like Aaron Rodgers a lot here. To to quote uh, the great Lee Corso, not so fast, my friend. Not so fast. I mean, Philly has been shitty too. Philly and Washington have both been shitty, and the (laughs) Raiders go as Derek Carr goes this year. And Derek Carr has had four out of six games above 300 passing yards to get that bonus. The thing with Rodgers has always been, he's always been hyper-efficient when it comes to touchdowns, but doesn't get the yardage. He's only had one game over 300 yards and two games over 30 points. Yeah. Give me Derek Carr in this matchup. And if you you want to call it easy for Rodgers, then I'm willing to put a bet down on that one. No. The reason being, I believe you're right, and the reason that, you know, the massive trade that was made a few weeks ago with Kegerator. The big right. reason I want to get rid of Rodgers was the exact reason you're saying. Right. Oh, he'll get three touchdowns, but like 225 yards. Right. Which in our league doesn't mean shit. Yep. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. I hate to have to agree with you, but I changed my mind. You're right. It is cool. You you're right. At running back, Kegerator has Aaron Jones in that same game versus Washington and Antonio Gibson questionable on the road at Green Bay. And Christian Sunday School has Chase Edmonds also questionable versus Houston and Kenyon Drake versus Philly. All right. This this rotates around Aaron Jones, who I love against the Washington football team. Um, I don't like Gibson because he's been hurt and all that, but... I also don't like Drake and Edmonds. Um, I think Aaron Jones can beat the two of them by himself. So I'm going to give the edge uh, to Kate Grader on the on right now as it sits on on running backs. Yeah. So um, looking at Kenyon Drake because his injury is actually pretty notable. Um, he has uh, shin splints. And you mean Antonio Gibson. Yeah. What did I say? You said Kenyon Drake. Oh, yeah, Antonio Gibson. Yes. And uh, he had shin splints and went in to get an MRI. Um, And MRI results normally don't take very long. And Washington still doesn't, quote unquote, have them, which tells me that they're getting a second opinion, which means what, Rob? It means you're probably out. It means that you didn't like the first ones. Yeah, you didn't like the first one. You're like, "Um, no, let's go with that second opinion, please. So... I am getting more and more uh, concerned about Antonio Gibson this week as well as rest of season. And Agreed. one thing we didn't talk about, because when I pulled up the recent activity, I just pulled up, you know, the main waiver claim on uh, what Wednesday morning is yeah. uh, I picked up uh, Jarrett Patterson specifically because of this injury. Yeah. Um, um, if if yeah. Kegerator was watching, he should have picked him up on the last night wire. Yes. Yep. By far, having that, uh, yeah, agreed. So yep. good move by you. Um, no, I agree with that. I still think that Aaron Jones could beat Edmonds and Drake by himself. Yes, I definitely agree. I think it's still Kegerator. Um, I haven't looked at Kegerator's bench, but I got to assume he has somebody to put in if Gibson is he, out. So. No, he Malcolm Brown. Uh oh, uh oh, that's um, it. Oh no. Uh, in, yeah. In, okay. Kegerator by an Trey absolute hand. By a, yeah, yeah. By by uh, yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, at wide receivers, Kegerator has Robert Woods versus Detroit and Debo versus Indy. And Christian Sunday School has DJ Moore at the Giants and Hunter Renfro versus Philly. Oh, this is gross. All right. Ugh. Robert Woods did great two weeks ago. Came back to earth last week. I don't. Yes, it's Detroit. Don't trust him at all. Debo will probably be fine. Um, DJ Moore will do well against Giants. I Hunter Renfro, I don't know. Um, ugh. I'm gonna call this a draw. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, this could go either way. Yeah, I, I think this comes down to uh, which of these guys, which of these guys is it their turn for their team? You know what I right. mean? Because they're yeah. all like, they all could be, you know, the secondary guys. I was leaning a little bit Christian Sunday school with DJ Moore because he is the one A or he's the right. one, period. Yes. That offense. Um, this, so that's probably where I'd go if you made me pick. But I, I think a push is perfectly acceptable here. Yep. 
Agreed. My tight end, Kegerator has Hunter Henry versus the Jets. And Christian Sunday School has Travis Kelsey at Tennessee. I, Kelsey, come on. Yeah, yeah. And I believe, this is totally conjecture, but I believe the Jets are actually good against the tight end. Don't, don't quote me on that because I don't know that to be true, but whatever. <laughs> they have to be good against something, right? Well, not necessarily. All right. Could be the Browns of years past, right? Where you 0-16 or whatever. Or the Dolphins of years past. Uh, I totally lied. The Jets are 24th against the tight end. So, oh, now, gross. Oh, oh, hang on. They what? were good against the tight end until week five, where they gave up 50 total fantasy points to Atlanta between uh, Hayden Hurst and Kyle Pitts. All right. Before so, that, it was 4-12-4-11. And that's when right. Atlanta had no receivers. And, so, and that's that's also when they were overseas, which you can't count. So, Right. So yeah. I I stand by my statement. Yep, fuck it. There we go. Mark it, mark Kelsey it easy. At the flexes, K-Grader has Devontae Parker versus Atlanta. Uh, questionable, and I think that's a very questionable if I remember correctly. I think um, you're right. And Kyle Pitts at Miami okay. versus T. Higgins at Baltimore and Sammy Watkins versus Cincy. Uh, who is very questionable, by the way, also. Um, who? I hate these. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. These are gross. Um, wow. Um, I look from from my standpoint, Higgins and Pitts are similar fantasy production wise. Correct. Right. So they level out, and then you have two very questionable guys. I got to go a push here. I, I wanted to say push, but I said it before. I didn't want to do it again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> push. Uh, and then at defenses, Kegrader has Saints versus the backup quarterback in Seattle, Geno Smith. And the uh, Christian Sunday School has the Patriots uh, versus the Jets. Oh, and the Saints are on the road in Seattle, by the way. All right. Give me Patriots against the Jets. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> I just don't see that one devolving into a shootout where the Saints in Seattle could. You know, correct. Exactly. Exactly. Um, which bench do you want? I mean, I'll take. Oh my God. Okay. Give me, I'll take Christian Sunday school's bench here. <laughs> Najee Harris. Bye. Justin Jefferson. Bye. Justin Herbert. Bye. Right. Um, Chanel, bye. Uh, Steelers. Bye. Yeah. You're fine. I guess. Be- you're doing Beasley. You're doing. Bye. Sanders. Yeah. Bye. Michael Gallup, IR and by Slayton uh, is questionable, but yeah, all he has to put in is Latavius Murray or Zach Pascal. I mean, look for the, for the questionable marks that you have, I think there are going to be worse options to play this week than Latavius and Zach Pascal. So, I mean, they're, they're fine for this week in the hellscape that is fantasy football. Yeah. All right. Not much different on the kickerator side. Uh, Adam Thielen, bye. Zach Moss, bye. Um, Malcolm Brown, sort of hurt and irrelevant. Guy. Yeah, irre- Lazard, irrelevant. CeeDee Lamb, bye. Trey Sermon, irrelevant. Amari Cooper, bye. Geno Smith, no. And then uh, Russell Wilson, IR. So, yeah, they're playing who they're playing. Oh, man. <clears throat> well, before, but, well, I'll give you time to think about picks because we didn't talk about this before. Going back to last week for picks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had to have been 5-0. and oh. Come on. Uh, you were 3-2. and two. That's bullshit. With your losses, you picked uh, you picked the uh, kicker points matter over touchdown my pants and testicle. Or you picked Christian Sunday School over testicle T. That's dumb. Uh, Blake was 2-3. and three. I was 1-4. Oh, and my the, God. I still won. And ah. the were 5-0, and oh, baby. The dice was five and zero. Oh? The dice were five and zero. Oh. All hail the dice! Are the dice now better than Blake? Uh, the dice are now better than Blake and Tyler. Oh my god! On the year. <laughs> Whoopsie doodles. So that's a thing. That is a thing. Wow. All right. Well, we'll go dice first on this one. All right. That's going to be a Christian Sunday School win. Go for it, Rob. Who do you got?
Boy, this is tough. I'm going to go. Uh, dude, I'm going to go K grader. Spike two. All right. I am going to go. I'm going to go Christian Sunday school. Oh, purely God. because if bad things happen to either one of these teams, Christian Sunday school has the better bench by a hair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they can't do anything. Um, Blake, and Blake, Blake said Christian Sunday school over kegerator in the most bipocalypse matchup yet. <laughs> <laughs> he said these teams are gross this week and Nate's wide receiver depth is going to show how hit or miss it truly is. I mean, he's right. I just, uh, I'm on a limb here. All right. Our next matchup right. is testicle T at four and two versus kicker points matter at three and three. Uh, let's see testicle T coming in on a two game winning streak. And kicker points matter coming in the other way on the two-game losing streak. Whoop, whoop. At quarterback, testicle T's going right for it and starting Tua versus Atlanta. And mm. kicker points matter is starting Jalen Hurts at Las Vegas. Um, I got to go Hurts here. I'm sorry. Even though Philadelphia has not been playing well, uh, the, the rushing. So. Yep. yep. 100% agree. At running back, Testicle T has Derrick Henry versus Kansas City and Elijah Mitchell versus Indy okay. against Michael Carter at New England and Daryl Williams at Tennessee. This is easy. Uh, Henry Mitchell, sorry. Henry against all three would probably win. So Right. Yeah, I was going to say, well, I guess Mitchell did come back and have seven fantasy points. I just I mean, he I didn't did know. Five. He's going to get you 10. Henry's going to get you 30. And right. Carter's going to get you Hot garbage and Williams might get you 18. So. By the way, that Kansas City Tennessee game, because I just bet on it, has a yeah. 57 and a half point over under. That's gross. Because the defenses are just terrible. They are. Um, all right. I yeah, I agree. Uh yeah. on the running backs. For yeah. testicle T at wide receiver, he has Terry McLaurin at Green Bay and Cooper Cup versus Detroit against kicker points matter, DK Metcalf versus New Orleans and Robbie Anderson at the Giants. This is, oh my God, this is so easy. Easiest matchup so far. McLaurin will, he was supposed to do good with last week. He was kind of coming off that hamstring injury. Um, he will be fine against Green Bay this week. Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. Detroit sucks nuts. Um, Metcalf is going to be covered by a New Orleans best receiver. I don't like him this week. And Robbie Anderson is like the eighth fiddle for Carolina. So easy T here. Yeah. I mean, Robbie's been getting the volume since CMC has been out uh, last three weeks, 11 targets, seven targets, 11 targets, but they, they've gone. They're not, they're not turning last year where DJ Moore's getting the underneath stuff and Robbie's getting the bombs and Darnold's just not completing. Right. Um, And let me point out this whole uh, Cooper cup, his whole nickname of Cooper cup of coffee, whole new meaning with, with, the goddamn <laughs> breakfast with Matthew right? Stafford. Yeah. One time, Bobby Trees got some love, and then he went back to normal, right? Right. Then, then at breakfast the next week, Cooper Cup wouldn't uh, wouldn't pay yeah. for Stafford yeah, wouldn't, gravy on his hash yeah. browns. and Yeah. No hash browns for you, bitch. Yeah. Okay, okay. I guess I'll give you all the catches next week. Exactly. Yeah. At tight end, Testicle T has the newly traded Zach Ertz. Wow. Arizona tight end versus Houston right. uh, against kicker points matter. Noah Fant at Cleveland. I mean, that's a, that's a hard one to judge because I, you don't know how fast, I mean, you don't know how fast Ernst is going to be put into that Arizona offense. Um, and they didn't exactly feature the tight end. Let's say there, there's plenty of receivers to go around for Arizona. There are there are not at current for Denver. I mean, they've got two that they're throwing to. Um, well, and I'm is Judy sure. back this week? Not no, not this week. Okay. Next week. So based on that, I'm going to give a slight edge to Fant, um, because I want to see how they incorporate Ernst into the offense before I 
get on his bad and wagon. So, yeah. And I mean, Zach Ertz and Max Williams could not be more different as far as athletes. Like oh, yeah. Ertz is on the wrong side of the age spectrum, I guess. And, you know, isn't moving that well and stuff like that. Whereas Max Williams is fast, athletic, that sort of thing. Give me fans here, but it wouldn't surprise me to see Ertz, you know, get a touchdown in his first game or something like that. But I think I just think Fant is safer for sure. Right. And you could you could see Ertz out there on only like 30% of snaps this week while he gets acclimated. Yeah, but he could get three for 20 and a touchdown. Right, exactly. Where Noah could get five for 60, and you'd be like, oh, he was more productive, but right. Ertz gets more because he gets the touch. So all right. At the flex, testicle T has DeAndre Hopkins versus Houston. Ooh, revenge game. Ooh, yeah. And Jalen Waddle versus Atlanta. Against kicker points matter, Allen Robinson at Tampa Bay and A.J. Green versus Houston. I'll, I'll start this one. Go ahead. If Allen Robinson doesn't do it this week, dumps, dumps I think well. he's droppable, which yep. is wild. I, I, yep. I don't know about our league, but in shallower leagues, I'm in another league where benches are only like six people, and I've just been staring down Allen Robinson on my bench since like week three. And if he doesn't do it this week against a bad Tampa Bay secondary where they're going to run or they're going to pass all the time because they're not going to be able to run, he's he's done. So, for, so, unless you so look, uh, weeks ago, I tried to trade rugs and a running back for Robinson in this league, and I was turned down. Now I'd rather have rugs. Right. He's up and down, but at least he's up. Robinson has not been up at any time. I agree he's droppable. Um, if he doesn't get you at least 15 points this week, I'm I'm done with him. Um, but based on the matchups and everything, give me Hopkins and Waddle all day against these two. Sorry. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, is that Green could definitely outscore Hopkins because he could. One and the same in this offense this year. Yeah. And at that point, give me Waddle over Robinson. Yes, I would too. Yes. And and that, I mean, what I'm saying there is that Hopkins surprisingly isn't the one flipping this matchup. No, it's Waddle. Right. (laughs) Uh, At defenses, we have Buccaneers versus Chicago for testicle T and Broncos at Cleveland for kicker points matter against Case Keenum as the starting quarterback. So I'm, I'm, in normal circumstances, I like the Bucks, but here I like the Broncos because of what you said. Everybody on Cleveland is hurt. You got now. Let's see. Uh, left tackle, right tackle, outside receiver in Odell is likely going to be out. Slot yep. receiver in Landry is going to be out. Your starting quarterback is also going to be out. Plus your top two running backs. Right. Ha- have yourself a day, Denver defense. Enjoy. So and. It's a Thursday. Oh, we haven't gone through this before. Oh, yeah, it's a Thursday year. night. It's a Thursday night game. So there are no points scored on Thursday night. Dude, th- this you're a liar because this this year, is this is I will die on this hill. There is no data to back this up, but I will always be under on Thursday night and I will always be disappointed. Yeah, you will always be disappointed. You're right there. All right. Um, and we already talked benches, didn't we, on this? No, we didn't. Oh, no, we didn't. Well, they're terrible. Um, well, who do you take want? Take testicle T's. Fine, testicle T. I mean, I would not play Miles Sanders if you gave me money, so that's done. Or Himes, um, and then we've got out, doubtful, by. No, he can't do anything different. Nope. All right, and on kicker points matter bench, uh, Goddard still hasn't been reinstated from the COVID list, so he, you're likely going to be without him. He probably will be before the weekend hits. Okay. If he's in, do you play him over Fant? Now that Ertz is gone. No, uh, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't either. I don't know. Um, other than that, he has Matt Ryan, which I wouldn't play, or Tyson Williams, which I wouldn't play. And then bye. Yeah, not, not a ton you can do here. You could go Van Jefferson for the glory play against Detroit. Instead um, of Robinson. Instead of Robinson. But yeah. again, if Rob, this is Robinson's last chance, so I get playing him. Okay. Yes, because you have to pass to beat Tampa Bay. So right. So All let's right. do this backwards this time. I think we did Blake last the last time. Yep. So he has T over kicker points matter. 
All right. Who's last game in Miami? Question mark. Uh, Henry swings this one at first, and then it gets more swung to Nick with the receiver. So he said the same thing we were saying, kind of going down the down yep. the list. Yep. Uh, I think I was second to last there, and I'm also going to go testicle T for the same reasons. I, I just think that outside a quarterback, there's not a large break uh, going kicker points matters way. Yeah. Who do you got? T also for the exact same reasons. See the almighty dice, the five and O dice. They are going to go testicle T as well, or no, they're wow. going kicker points matter. Oh, uh, well, we, uh, we may have messed that one up. All three of us. Oh, all right. Our third matchup is touchdown. My pants at three and three versus the fantasy reapers at four and two. Touch on my pants coming in on a two-game winning streak. Fantasy Reapers coming in on a one-game losing streak. Yeah. Um, test or touch on my pants has not set his lineup yet. So we're gonna have so, to make some assumptions. Yeah, he will probably tomorrow. So we'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. So at quarterback, I'm gonna assume he plays Ryan Tannehill versus Kansas City. I think All that's right. reasonable to play him over Trey Lance, correct? Yep. Correct. Okay. Versus Tom Brady versus Chicago. I mean, while I like um, Tannehill against Kansas City, it's Tom Brady all day. Sorry. Yeah, Brady at home has been unstoppable this year. Right. Uh, at running back, we have Joe Mixon at Baltimore and David Ooh. Johnson at Arizona okay. versus DeAndre Swift at the Rams and Daryl Henderson versus Detroit. All right. Uh, this is easy. It's Swift and Henderson, um, especially with Henderson playing Detroit who can't stop the run. Um, even if the Rams stop the run against uh, Swift. Uh, wow. Okay, let me let me actually game. change this. Let's do right. Mixon at Baltimore and Kamara at Seattle because Kamara is coming off a bye. Oh, so you uh, he probably will do that. You're probably right. Right. Kamara at Seattle? At Seattle. All right. It, this makes it a lot closer. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Woo. With Kamara in there against Seattle, this might make it a push. Yeah, I, I think that's the it's best really, you can really, do. It's really close. Yeah, I, I, I just think that the... Um, Henderson might tip it. Right. Henderson, Detroit, I think, is going to have a day. Because Detroit is just so terrible. Right. But Seattle's not good either. Yeah, and let me see where Seattle ranks as far as running backs here. They rank... Uh, if it, 30th against uh, running backs in fantasy this year. See, and that's that's playing teams like Indy. Uh, they gave uh, up 63 to Derrick Henry. Uh, or 63 to that running back room, I should say. Okay. Uh, Minnesota, their worst game was against San Francisco. Yeah, they're, they're averaging like 25 to 30 points a game to running back. See, so, yeah, I got, I got to push this based on that. Assuming he puts, yeah, that he's going to do, yeah. That might... Yeah, I I'll give the slight edge to uh touch on my pants there actually now that re- seeing those stats. So at wide receiver, let's take a look here. So All he right. has Devontae Smith at Vegas. I assume that's gonna stay. Yeah. And Alan then, will be there. Wow, there's like no receivers on his bench. So we're gonna have to say like Nelson Aguilar, maybe versus the Jets. I think he'll probably if it was me, I'd go Callaway against Seattle. Okay, so let, let's do that um, against so, Calvin Ridley at Miami and Brandon Cooks at Arizona. All right, uh, Ridley and Cooks, sorry. Yeah, perfect. I'm glad we didn't have to try to discuss that and figure out who to who. Yeah, to he, he, I mean, even if you put in um, Aguilar, the same difference. So, all right. Uh, at tight end, we have Gasecki versus Atlanta and Darren Waller versus Philly. Waller, easy, sorry. Give me Gasecki. Oh, here. No, Atlanta has been pretty decent against tight ends, haven't they? Uh, middle of the road. Middle of the road. They so they had they started off with big weeks from Philly and Tampa Bay, and then okay. they shut down the Giants. Who, who cares? Yeah. Washington. Who cares? The Jets. Who cares? All right. So uh, that's the only reason they're middle of the road uh, against teams that actually have tight ends. They gave up nineteen and twenty three. I mean, Gasecki has been a big part of the game plan recently, but come on, you gotta love Waller. Um, I'm going to give the edge to Waller. Nope. 
I, I think this is Gasecki easy based on recent history. All right, fine. Waller Waller hasn't been above uh what? I hate how I'm trashing my own player here. Waller hasn't been yeah, above 15 yeah. points since week one. All right, fine. Fuck it. it. Hasn't gotten double digit targets since week one. I'm I'm giving it to him anyway. Suck it. Well, yeah. How's it feel to be wrong? No. Right. Oh. Sorry, the Red Sox game is on and bad things are happening. Yeah, nobody cares. All right. Um, Julio and Leonard. Wow. Yeah, at the flex, we have Julio versus Kansas City and Leonard Fournette versus Chicago against Mike Evans versus Chicago and Josh Jacobs versus Philly. Oh, this is hard. Um, wow. If Julio is okay, mm, I like him and Fournette better than Evans and Jacobs. Yes. I think there's a much lower possibility that Julio is going to be okay. So I'm giving it to Evans and Jacobs because of Cor- that. Correct. So we're, the, I think we're on this exact same Yes. That, yeah. If Julio is like, oh, yeah, he's fine, no problem. Um, based on his questionability, Evans and Jacobs. But if he plays and it's fine, oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, at defense, these may be the top two defenses this week. The Rams versus oh, Detroit and Cardinals versus Houston. Just based on the Rams and the players they have, I got, I'll give them the edge, but it's really close. Um, Give me the Cardinals here. They right. they seem to be more, a better fantasy defense, right? Yeah. They're forcing more turnovers. They're getting more sacks. I got uh, you. The Rams are ninth in fantasy defense right now. Now they did beat up on the Giants. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I just think that and Detroit I think is a little bit more careful with the ball than Houston will be as well. Yeah. That's so, terrible. Yeah, but yeah, it'll be within two points. It's not that big a difference. Yeah. So. All right. Um. So I'll take touch on my pants's bench, and you can take mine. All so right, obviously uh, we talked about Camaro. We talked about Tannehill. You're not yes. playing Ayuk, I don't think. No, under any circumstances. We talked about Callaway versus Aguilar a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's really nothing to do on this bench. This bench is very shallow for good options right now. W- with flipping in those guys that we talked about. Yes. So, um, if if Julio doesn't play, this becomes a rough match. I mean, David Johnson is going to be your flex player. No, uh, if Julio doesn't house play. Fi- if Julio doesn't play, it's a house fire. Yes. Yeah. All right. What What about you? Your bench? Yeah, you tell me. All right. Um. Fine. Uh, you got Jones on. Okay, so let me look. God, you have. There's nothing I would change. Sorry. Yeah, the only one I was really looking at was Mooney versus Tampa Bay or at Tampa Bay. But I just don't think I can pull the trigger on that one. No, I, I wouldn't either. That that may be one where if I'm well, so before no. I put Calvin Ridley in, at literally every single one of my players was in the afternoon game, the three o'clock games. And so I was going to say, if I'm a, in a big hole going into the three o'clock games, then I might yeah. throw him in. But no, I'm going to be. I'm going to have like zero points. Yeah. No, you can't. You're fine. All right. Who who's picked first? Uh, let's go mine since it's, it's right. my matchup. I will go All right. myself. All right. Purely because again, I just don't think that if anything goes wrong for touching my pants, I don't think he can manage it. Right. Uh, let's do Blake next. Blake says Reapers over pants. Uh, in the almost upset of the week. Jared's optimal lineup could put up loads of points, but Tyler's floor is a little too high. Yeah. Who do you got, Rob? Uh, Reapers. All right. For almost the exact same reason of what Blake said, uh, believe it or not. Yeah. And the dice will take touchdown my pants. Wow. In an upset. Guys, that's losing this week. All right. Our fourth matchup is backdoor hot snakes at four and two. Coming in on a one-game winning streak versus CI Whitefish at one and five, coming in off of a two-game losing streak. This is easy. Let's roll through this one. Boom, boom, boom. You you really hate to see. Yeah. The the, the mighty have fallen oh so far, yeah. and you just hate to see it. Uh, I'm sure you do. All right. Uh, at it. quarterback, Hot Snakes has Kyler Murray versus Houston. 
against Matthew Stafford versus Detroit? I mean, honestly, <laughs> this is really close when you think about it. They're both terrible teams they're playing against. Um, you know what? Fuck you, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I'm going to go with a push. I I, I can't. I can't. I mean, one way or the other. Super close. They're super right. close. Uh, at running back, Hot Snakes has Chuba Hubbard at the Giants and Khalil Herbert at Tampa Bay. Uh, Yikes. Uh, uh, versus Damian Harris versus the Jets and Ernest Johnson versus Denver. I mean, okay. So we're all playing. We're all playing backups except for Damian Harris. Right? Right. Right. Um, you know, the Giants aren't bad against the run. Tampa Bay is great against the run. Um, Denver is so-so. I have no idea what to think about Dearness Johnson. And the Jets are terrible. I'm going to push all this because, yeah, I'm going to push it. Yeah. Um, for me, this comes down to who's the worst person in this matchup. And it's Khalil Herbert easily versus Tampa Bay. Unless you're elite, you're not going to run against Tampa Bay. So I'm going to do, if I'm Blake, I'm going to do anything I can to get him out of my lineup. And I think he has some options that he can do that. But as it stands right now, I have to give these running backs to you. All right. Um, at let's see wide receiver. Blake has Jamar Chase at Baltimore and Tim Patrick at Cleveland okay. versus Antonio Brown versus Chicago and Tyler Lockett versus New Orleans. All right. So for me, I mean, I love Chase. Patrick has been solid. Um, Brown has been great the last two games. Uh, my worry is Lockett. The only thing that gives Lockett some chance, as we talked about earlier, that um, uh, the uh, – the main corner for New Orleans would be on um, DK. DK. So Lockett's got some chance, but he's playing with a backup quarterback, which, I mean, Lockett got like eight targets, but he only got three catches or whatever last week. So, uh, you know, it's a dice roll. So I'm going to have to, unfortunately, give it to Chase and Patrick just based on that. Yeah, and a little update to last week's uh, bet between you and Blake. Uh, Lockett and DK tied for the team lead. I know, right? Seven. <laughs> so we. So, so at the end of the day, nothing matters. Nothing matters. At the end of the day, nothing matters. The sun's gonna explode, and <laughs> no one will remember any of us. Nope. Uh, push for push. those reasons. I mean, I, we pushed almost everything. This matchup sucks. Uh, at tight end, backdoor hot snakes has Tyler Higby versus Detroit, and you have All TJ right. Hawkinson at the Rams. You know what? I'm going to go with Hawk. He was questionable last week and got like six or seven catches for six or 70 yards. He'll continue that. And Detroit's terrible. Plus, he's going against his former team. A little revenge. Give me Hawk. Who's going against his former team? I mean, nobody. Never mind. (laughs) What the fuck am I saying? I have no idea. I got nothing. I take that away. I still take Hawk. Fuck you. I was like, what? Yeah, uh, I got nothing. Yeah, no, I have to go Hawk just based on volume. However, I'm just the, dumb. The backup tight end for the Rams uh, did get hurt last week. Johnny Munt, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Johnny um, Munt, did yeah. get hurt. So I think Higby could see more work. Um, So that's something to watch for. I think it's closer than you'd think. I just don't think the Rams or excuse me. I don't think Detroit covers anybody that they have to go to the tight end. So, right. Yeah. Um, at flexes. Oh, come on. Come oh, on. I see why Blake did this. I was going to say Tyree Kill in the flex, but it's because Tim Patrick's on Thursday night. Tyree right. Kill at Tennessee and A.J. Brown versus Kansas City. Let's just move on. Oh, poopy pants himself, A.J. Brown. Yeah, uh, against Corey Davis at New England and Devontae Booker versus Carolina. Uh, that's it, over. That's yeah. a yeah, that's yeah, a paddling. That's a paddling. Uh, at defenses, Raiders versus Philly for backdoor hot snakes and Panthers at the Giants. I mean, it depends who all plays for the Giants. I like the Panthers against the Giants. Um, but the Raiders are a sneaky play because Philly hasn't done crap. So maybe the Panthers by a point or two, but not, this isn't, you know, that I all. disagree. Panthers big. Panthers oh, you by. Think so? You think so? 
Well, I mean, big in defenses is what? Five? Five. Yeah. So, five's big. Yeah. Yeah. Pa- Panthers All right. big. All right. So you're doubling me. That's fine. Yep. All right. Cool. Yep. All right. Um, All right. Well, you go but, through Blake's bench. All right. I will. Um, let's see. I mean, he's got a bye bye. Gronk's out. Oh, we should have had a different intro song. Oh, we should have. Hang you on. You know what? Hang on. Don't worry about it. You know what you might do? The only thing I would think about. No. Ugh. Nope. I got nothing. I was sort of looking at Pittman instead of Patrick. Especially with, um, you know, he had a terrible game last week. But that was because T.Y. Hilton came back. And, oh, I got four for 80. Um, but he may not even play. And if if he doesn't play, then it's Pittman back to eight for 80 type thing, um, which I think is better than Patrick. But that's it. I got nothing else. Yeah, the only thing I would see on Blake's bench is playing either Javante or Melvin Gordon over Khalil Herbert. Like I said, I'm, oh, I would be doing whatever thing? I could to get Khalil Herbert out of my lineup. So yeah, I would... I I mean, or or even Alex Collins in there, but I I would be forcing somebody else into my lineup. That's not yeah. Khalil Herbert. He he would be at the bottom of my list of those four guys right. um, to play this week. And then my on your bench, bench will be easy. There's nothing there. <laughs> you don't you wouldn't consider Rugs versus Pittsburgh or versus Philly at all. Again, who would you get? Who would you get out of there? Yeah, I mean, Corey Davis could be the one that gets taken away I mean, maybe against New England. Yeah. That, that would be the one that I would look at, I think. I know. I had. I, I actually had. Other um, than that, Rugs I mean, if Tony, if Tony somehow plays, I think you have to, to play him. He, he's out. He's out. But he's out. Yeah. And then uh, Bateman, a great pickup by you. Just a notable pickup. I don't know that I would play him just yet. But he showed what you wanted him to coming off of the yeah. uh, coming off the injury, and that's why I did it just for down the road to like give me some wins, maybe. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Well, uh, you can go first on your matchup. Oh, snakes! Come on. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go snakes as well. Um, he just has a ton of upside over there. Right. So yeah. Let's see what Blake said. It's a mystery until I unlock my phone. Uh, Snakes over fish. Blake's receiver depth should carry him, even though none of his starting running backs uh, were starters entering the season. Can't wait to see Rob's team be renamed. Oh, great. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. And the dice are going snakes as well. Or no, the dice are going fish. Wow. Why am I so fucked up on this today? Wow, that dice might go in five. <laughs> they could, or they could or go five and zero like they did last time. Again, and then the dice will be the winners. All right, all right. All right. And now for your mid podcast intermission, because Bob, I have Bob. a different, uh, I have a different inter- intro song that we should have played. Whoopsie doodle. All right, what's our intermission? Da- And we're back from intermission. I, I hope everybody uh, went up, grabbed some popcorn, uh, right. fed, fed their dogs, let the dogs out. Yep. Well, welcome back uh, for the last matchup, which is the Fighting Hedgehogs at five and one versus Scary Terry at one and five. Fighting Hedgehogs on a five-game winning streak, and every Woo-hoo! game has been for the Commissioner's Cup. Scary Terry coming in on a four-game losing streak. Not Let's what see. you want to see. Nope. With a win this week, Fighting Hedgehogs could break the record for longest held Commissioner's Cup in history. Wow. So that would be incredible. I don't think he would have the record for total incumbent wins. Nope, that's still held by Rob with seven incumbent wins. However, he would only need two more weeks and he would have the record for longest streak. All right. 
So at quarterback, wow. Patrick Mahomes at Tennessee versus the Lamar Jackson versus Cincinnati. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, Tennessee is so terrible. <laughs> Mahomes. Yeah, and that one could become a could become a shootout. I talked earlier about how the over under was 57 and a half. You yeah. gotta take the quarterbacks when the over under is that high. Yep, agreed. At running back, we have Jonathan Taylor at San Francisco and Cordero Patterson at Miami versus Scary Terry's Mike Davis at Miami and James Conner versus Houston. Uh, too easy, Taylor and Patterson, easy. Yep, uh, totally agree. God. Uh, at wide receiver, we have Devontae Adams versus Washington and Corlin Sutton at Cleveland versus Chris Godwin versus Chicago and Sterling Shepard versus Carolina. Oh, this seems like a trend, Bark Bark, but it's easy Adams and Sutton. Or Sutton? Sutton, excuse me. <laughs> this is easy hedgehog. Sorry. Yeah. Chris, we're sorry. We're sorry. We're very sorry. Uh, at tight end, fighting hedgehogs have Mark Andrews versus Cincinnati versus Scary Terry's John U. Smith versus the Jets. Uh, again, we're sorry. Oh, Terry, no. but this is just a murdering. Oh, no. Andrews well over John U. Smith. Oh, this is so bad. Yeah. Uh, right. At Flex, we have Odell Beckham Jr., who I don't think he's going to play, is he? Probably not. Okay. Uh, Odell Beckham for Hedgehogs. We'll probably have to talk about this in the yep. benches while my but that, page But that's reloads. okay. That's okay when you get to the next team, so it'll be fine. Sounds good. So we have Odell Beckham uh, versus Denver and Hollywood Brown versus Cincy against Kenny Galladay versus Carolina and Jacoby Myers versus the Jets. All right. So both for me, Beckham and Galladay, uh, cancel because I don't think either one will play. Yep. So it's, do you like Brown who has been great up until the rookie came back? Right. Bateman. Bateman. Um, against Jacoby Myers, who I love against the Jets. Um, so just based on this matchup, I actually have to give it to uh, Scary Terry. But we'll get in the benches and actually figure out who they might play. But as of right now, I actually like Myers better. And that's that's where we go is Terry. Yeah, so I like the play of Hollywood better. And this is why. So uh, Hedgehogs is playing Andrews and Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I don't um, like that. Against a team that's starting Lamar Jackson. So Ooh, anything oh, I, I see what you're saying. Anything I, that Lamar okay. does is going to be negated by the other team. Right. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. And so, yeah, yeah, you might keep that in there, even though you're you're going to take less points if you get points. Yeah, right. I, I got you. I got yep. you. Yep, yep. And okay. then for defenses, Fighting Hedgehogs have the Browns versus Denver. Scary Terry has an empty defense slot, well, but they he, have the he, Ravens versus C or Cincy on their bench. Oh, who that's who they, they just picked up. up. Yeah, so he just has to put him in. So that's yep. who's going to play. Um. Yeah. Give me. Ooh, give me uh, Browns, Ravens. Ah, eh, push. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna push. I'm gonna give a slight edge to the Ravens, um, just because the Browns are not going to be able to move the ball a lot against Denver, right? Because they have could so hurt much their defense, out. and it's just like the defense is going to be on the field so damn much that right. they're going to break at some point. So give me the Ravens here. Yep. I like that thinking. All right. Uh, I'll do fighting hedgehogs bench. All right. Um, right now, there is nobody that I would put in there. The only thing that I really see is he has two open bench slots, which, dude, fill those. Come on now. Right. Do something. And if Odell doesn't play, I think I'd play Nicole Hardman just for the upside, you know, flyer play. He's been getting some good looks. And, you know, we talked about if this is a shootout, uh, you know, it's going to get spread around. Right. All right. Uh, for Terry, obviously, we already talked about he's going to put the Ravens in at that defensive spot. I would for sure take Galladay out, and I would put uh, Tyler Boyd in um, just to give you some points because I don't think. Oh, I would play Rondell Moore over Tyler Boyd. Do you really think you play Rondell Moore? Yep. In the games where T. Higgins has played this year, 
Tyler Boyd has been irrelevant. The, uh, the games where T Higgins has played has been week one, five, and six. And he has a grand total of 17 points over those weeks. So I would take the upside in Rondell Moore. I mean, but he hasn't, I mean, he hasn't since week two, he hasn't gotten over 14 points and he's only gotten over 10 once. But everybody in that Cardinals offense right now has great A dots. I know, so, I know, but you've got Kirk, you've got uh, there's just so many mouths to feed. That's just a shot in the dark. Yeah, I, I would definitely play. I would right. definitely play Ron. Well, I, I, I think you're better with either one of those, to be fair. But you're right. I mean, it's not like uh a Tyler Boyd's, you know, lighting up the thing since week four. He's gotten six and one the last, and he only got three targets the last game against terrible Detroit. So, right. yeah, I got you. Chase has really chased him out of the lineup. Right. Uh, get it? Womp, womp. All right. Womp, womp. All right. All right. Blake has hogs over Terry. He says, not much to say. Chris's, team's ne- Chris's team needs help, and hogs are on a roll. Prove me wrong. I'm going right. to go hogs as well. I anticipate this being a clean sweep. I think this is a paddling. I think Hogs by 50. Wow, that's merciful. That's merciless. And right now, that's like 15 points less than projected. That's Hogs, one- this is the highest win probability I've ever seen. This is a 75% win probability. Well, I mean, he doesn't have the defense in there, so that would take up 10. Okay, minutes. yeah. It's still a 50. It's at least it's a still 50 a 50 murder. point spread. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hogs easy. Sorry. Yeah, if it was against the spread and the spread was over under 50 points, like Hogs minus 50, yeah, I would take the spread there. Just yeah. you know, common sense. But yeah, I wouldn't feel good about it. No. Uh, and yeah. the dice, dice, you got to get this one right. I'm you sorry. get the Hogs. Yeah. I'm sorry. Dice are taking Scary Terry. They're dumb. D- well, dice. I, I foresee dice a bad, uh, a bad, a bad, bad week. week for the dice. <laughs> I agree. Well, Rob, uh, it's week seven, and I know yeah. I'm dropping this on you. What? It's week for awards. It's awards week. Oh, okay. Throw it. Let's do it. Uh, Let's do we'll it. start so far with biggest NFL surprise to this point. And I think in the past we've gone storylines, players, all of the above. So biggest NFL storyline. NFL storyline. You know what? Uh, this is a homer pick, but I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Okay. Only only one loss. Lost to Tampa Bay barely and have won every game since. Because the beginning of the year, there were a lot of reports that, oh, it's the same old Cowboys. They're going to be – they're not even going to make the playoffs. And here they are really playing well. Yeah. Um, so as far as NFL story – that and the fact that Matthew Stafford has actually lived up to the hype in uh, L.A. are my two top stories. Stories. All right. Uh, I'm going to go the inverse of that. I think the All top right. NFL story is the hapless Chiefs Ooh. being able to do anything on defense and being I mean, the, near the bottom yeah. of their division all year. Being three and three. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That, is, that is a big story. Yeah. See, I was looking positive. You were looking negative. Well, actually, yours prompted mine because I, I didn't go through and look at any of these. I didn't either. Uh, this is the first I've heard that we yeah. were doing this. So, all right. All right. Uh, now back to our normal, you know, awards. Top quarterback. Right. Top quarterback for Top the year so far. And, and you, know, you know with me, I, I go draft capital involved in there. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, you go. I was just going to look here. I think I have to go Tom Brady. I know he's the number one quarterback, so it's kind of a cop-out, but he was a ninth-round pick. And I don't know that there was a better... You know, I think you could also put Stafford in there. Um, I I think those would be my two, Brady or Stafford. Stafford was a 12th-round pick. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think you have to go those two. Um, And based on the fact that Tom Brady is like 85... I think you have to give it to Tom Brady. Um, He had a great year last year, and a lot of people thought, okay, okay, he did that last year. There were a lot of people who thought Stafford's going to be even better 
going from Detroit to L.A. So that's not it's not crazy that he's the number four quarterback in our league. It is crazy that Tom Brady's the number one. Right. So I'll give it to Brady. Next up is uh, top running back. And I'll let you take this one first. I mean, at running back. You know who I'm going to give it to? I'm going to give it. Everybody would give it to Henry, but I'm going to give it to Jonathan Taylor. And the reason being, at the beginning of the year when draft happened, Jonathan Taylor dropped like a hot rock because his quarterback was hurt. His Two of his offensive linemen were hurt. All kinds of things pointed to Jonathan Taylor not being the Jonathan Taylor of last year. He's the number two back in our league. We all kind of knew Henry would be good. Um, but Taylor being number two, my runner up would be Najee Harris, but people had a thought about him that he, you know, he's going to get the volume and all that. I also give a honorable mention to Zeke, but Taylor's my guy. I gotta, I gotta go basic bitch here and go Derek Henry. All right. I mean, anytime, no matter where you draft him, anytime you draft a running back that is on pace to not only break, but shatter the carries record because he's on pace for like 500 carries and the record was larry johnson with what 417 or something like that yeah but he was drafted top three i i get it but like he was drafted third which in and of itself is becoming very quickly a problem yeah um i don't remember who was two was it cook i believe yes and cook is way down at RB 18. Yes. Because he's missed a couple of games. So Cornell Patterson, honorable mention. <laughs> the only reason I didn't go with Cordero Patterson is purely because um like no one saw this coming, right? right. Like th- yeah. this wasn't like uh and this isn't one that anybody believed in until like after that week four performance where he had 36 points. Everybody yeah. thought like, ah, this is fluky. This is fluky. And now we're like, oh, nope, this is a real thing. Here we go. Not, not so fluky. So I, I don't think up until this point, people have really gotten the benefit out of Cordero Patterson, right? No, agreed, agreed. All right. All right. Next one is going right along. Top uh, wide receiver. This is easy. Yeah, Cooper, go ahead. Cup of coffee. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, What? Fifth round pick. And yeah. I should point out, Nick has drafted two of these guys so far in Henry and Cooper Cup. I'm, I'm so. gonna give two, I'm gonna give two honorable mentions. One, uh, my biggest one is to Mike Williams. Yep, yep. He was going to be my runner up. Yeah, he was on uh, what was he twelfth round or something like that. Yeah, he he was left for dead because everybody kept projecting him to take the next step, take the next step, and he never ever did. And then, right. dude, uh, Brandon Staley. That's that's that coach's name, right? Yes, Brandon I believe Staley? you're right. Yes, he he's really unlocked him, and dude, I I love him as a coach. I love the sound bites he gives because he just seems on the ball about everything. You know, when he's talking about players taunting other players and getting flagged, he's like, "Well, yep." I I don't know if if you guys haven't heard that sound bite, uh, go look it up. If I can find it, I'll drop it in with the power of magic. But go look it up because it's a really good sound bite on what he thinks about that. Yeah. All righty. So who, who, who is your, uh, you said you were giving out honorable mentions. Who is your pick? Oh, I mean, the, Mike Williams was it as well as, uh, you know, the preseason hype was just awful for Jamar chase. Yeah. And he's number five. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he was still drafted in the seventh round. So if, if I'm choosing between Williams and chase, I got to give it to Williams because he was a double-digit pick. But both of them. And, you know, a little nod to Marquise Brown just because everybody thought he was going to be hot garbage. Um, a lot of it's because of the circumstances of that team, losing all their running backs and, you know, Bateman not being there and blah, blah, blah. But, um, uh, uh, you mean, you can throw Debo and there's a big... Yeah, guy. I was going to give a nod to Debo. But I would like yeah. to point out, Mike Williams, Jamar Chase, and Debo... All guys we gave honorable mentions to, all yeah. drafted by backdoor hot snakes. Yeah. So congrats, uh, prick. Good job, Blake. Uh, top tight end this year. 
I mean, it's obvious who the top tight end is. Hit me with um, that. But, okay. For me, the top tight end, if you're going to go based on uh, output and where you drafted him, dude, it's got to be Mark Andrews because you drafted him way later, but he's only got eight points less than Travis Kelsey, who you had to draft high. Um, you know, obviously you've got people like Dalton Schultz who are like big surprises and <clears throat> Austin Knox and those kinds of guys. But for me, it's Mark Andrews. It's the fact that he's only eight points away from Travis Kelsey and you got him for what? How many rounds less? Four to five? Right. Yeah. So it's Mark Andrews for me. I think Sands injury, this would have been Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks like that Brady Gronk matchup is back. It, it was until and, he punctured his lung and broke his right. ribs and all that. Yeah, right. yeah. But no, I, I agree with everything you said there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Our next one is breakout player for this year. Did we break out for the rest of the year or breakout? No, breakout thus far. Thus far. Okay. Man. I think I'm going to have a really hard time giving this to anybody not named Mike Williams. Right. I mean, it's me too. It, it just, that, that just seems like the perfect one came out of nowhere is destroying. And yeah, I, I think he's an easy winner, right? Yeah, I agree. You, when was he drafted? 12th round? Yeah. You, uh, you got a 12th rounder that is a top six receiver. I mean, people pray for that in, in excuse me, in fantasy, not dynasty. Well, dynasty too. Right. You pray for that in fantasy. So yeah, it's Mike Williams by a fucking mile. Easy. All right. Next one is uh, who is this year so far bust non-injury related? Non-injury. Wow. I got to, I got to think about this one. Dude, that's a tough call. Um, I have to think about that too. You know, so I'm I'm just going through the rounds here. I don't yeah. think we've really seen a non-injury bust in the first round. Um, Antonio Gibson, maybe top of the second. Um, you know, maybe Metcalf, maybe Hopkins in the second, maybe Ridley in the second. You know, Ridley would be a good um <clears throat> Yeah, it really would be a good one for me. Um, you know, I have my two if you want time to think. Really would be good. Aaron Rodgers, maybe, because, you know, he was drafted up there and he's like, what, in the teens as, as, a, as a quarterback? Mm -hmm. um, dude, I'm really trying to think here. I mean, Rodgers was drafted in round eight. Okay, so and that's is, not that bad. My my two personally are George Kittle, and I understand part of that is injury, but even before is, yeah. before the injury, he was not producing where you drafted him top of the third round. And you know, Allen Robinson, middle of the third round. All right. I was I just was going to receiver and I I got two. Um and it was gonna be Allen Robinson and Keenan Allen. Yeah, both what is, of them. Yeah, Keenan Allen. Yeah. I mean, he's been and, solid, but which which, which uh, um, makes sense based on the emergence of Mike Williams. That yep. Keenan Allen has come down. Um, so yeah, those two would be surprising. And on a, on a, a side note, a little bit of DeAndre Hopkins. Y'all expected yep. him to be a top six, top seven receiver at least, and he's not even in the top fifteen. I I was just going Robinson over Hopkins purely because you're. Uh, half a round later, and yeah. Hopkins has been playable. Robinson has not been. Yeah, at all. You're right. Hopkins is at least getting you points. Robinson is not. Right. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. All, all right. right. Our last one thus far: league MVP. Who's been the MVP for fantasy this far? Wow. Uh, dude, that's a tough call. Um, you know what I'm gonna have to say. Because it skews to quarterbacks a little bit, right? I'm going to – and and based on where he was uh, drafted, 
Ugh, I hate to say it. It's uh, it's got to be Tom Brady. You think? Yes. Man, I wasn't even looking at quarterbacks, but he has the most points in our league. And based on where you drafted him, where was he drafted? Where eighth, I Bay? think. You got the eighth, an eighth round pick that ninth. is the ninth, ninth round pick that is the number one scorer in the league. It has to be him. I'm sorry. Yeah, I again I was just looking uh if I was just looking so hard at Henry. Oh, um, for me, if it's non quarterback, for me, it's Cooper Cup. Yeah. Because you drafted him later, also. Henry, you draft, like I said before, Henry, you drafted top four. So you use capital on him, and you better be getting something. Now he's doing better. He, he's doing number one pick, you know, uh, money right there. But where you got Brady and where you got Cup, ooh, God, you're just coming out like a gangster. Um, I'm going to stick with Brady just because he's number one. Um, but a couple of you might too. Then I would go Henry. Those would be my top three. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're hundred percent right. I would flip, uh, you would put I would Henry flip Henry and cup. cup. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, you, you convinced me on Brady. I, I think he's just been that much of a difference maker. So I mean, cool. he's averaging almost 40 points a game. Yeah. 39.8 per game. Yeah. It's that's been pretty average. nice. It's been gross. It's been so. pretty nice. Yeah. Anyway. All right. All right. Anything else for this week? No, nah, that's it, dude. Uh, sorry, Blake, you couldn't do it. I mean, I guess you suck a lot. Yeah, I, I don't feel sorry at all. I mean, nobody does, right? Smell you later, nerds. Yeah.